Greetings, this is astrologer Pam Young Hans, and here is my forecast for the week of July 12th to 18th, 2021. It's complicated. That's my first and perhaps best response to the question, what's happening with the planets this week? The prevailing influence without question is a stressful T-square that forms in the last half of the week. Over the last fortnight, two other T-squares have been in effect, and so we have already been dealing with considerable friction. With unpredictable Uranus at the apex of both of those T-squares, there has been a build-up of tension that has found a release point in surprising and even shocking ways. The T-squares we've been working with over the past two weeks involve planets in fixed signs and activated the influence of the Saturn-Uranus square. Accordingly, the obstacles we've encountered and the disruptions that have occurred have hopefully helped us break free in areas where we have felt stuck or stagnant and if our journey through these energies has been successful, we have gained a new level of detachment and objectivity that will serve us well going forward. This week's T-square is different in that it involves planets in cardinal signs, the Sun in Cancer, Pluto in Capricorn, and Eris in Aries. And it is activating the longer-term Pluto-Eris square, which will be exact for the fourth time on August 27th. All T-squares create significant tension and sometimes crisis situations. Cardinal T-squares especially seem to activate a sense of spinning our wheels as there is so much energy on the move that we can be drawn in many different directions at once. The growth goals of a cardinal T-square include greater self-discipline, patience, attention to proper timing, and thoughtful planning. The dwarf planet Eris will be positioned at the all-important apex of this week's T-square. The planet at the apex, at the base of the T, determines how the tension of the configuration is ultimately released. We know from recent history that Eris, named for the goddess of discord and strife, is often associated with social unrest, usually motivated by the need to rebel against unfair treatment. This is also one of the core manifestations of the Pluto-Eris square, an influence that we have been working with since 2019. With Pluto and Eris now within one degree of being exactly square, the pressure of that dynamic is already building. We are seeing strong reactions among those who feel controlled or manipulated by those who wield power, Pluto and Capricorn, along with an insistent demand that individual rights be acknowledged and respected, Eris and Aries. As the Sun activates the Pluto-Eris square this week, we may see new levels of injustice being revealed with strong reactions from those who have been affected. Controversies that arise under this influence have the potential to create even greater divides between peoples if we do not handle situations with great awareness. Eris is said to be the feminine equivalent of Mars, representing the Martian qualities of assertiveness, aggression, desire, and anger. It is also worthwhile to note that Eris tends to act without consideration for the long-term consequences, which is why, perhaps, there is such a strong lesson in this T-square about discipline, patience, and right timing. As always with the T-square, solutions may be found, at least in part, by embodying the highest vibrational qualities of the missing sign in the configuration, the sign that would provide the fourth leg of the table and provide greater stability. The tension of a T-square is due in part to the feeling that the table could fall over at any point. In this week's event, three of the four cardinal signs are represented, Cancer, the Sun, 
Capricorn, Pluto, and Aries, Eris. The missing piece of the puzzle, the fourth cardinal sign, is Libra. The qualities of Libra that we will want to call upon this week include cooperation, tactfulness, idealism, intelligent objectivity, and fairness. And at the same time, we want to be very sure not to default to the shadow qualities of the sign of the scales, which include indecisiveness, codependence, avoidance of confrontation, and ambivalence. We will especially want to be aware of any time that a strong desire for harmony causes us to abdicate our own truth and values when we find ourselves tempted to say yes, even when our intuition is telling us to say no. Although these intense T-square energies are certainly the strongest of the week, there are other planetary aspects also in play. Some of them will feel supportive, but others will add even greater complexity to the mix. Here is a list of the most important aspects in effect this week, with my brief interpretations of each. On Monday, Mercury is trying Jupiter. Of all the days this week, Monday should be the best for conversation and for writing, as optimistic Jupiter supports Mercury in verbalizing its truth and expressing its ideas. On Tuesday, Venus is conjunct Mars. This alignment between the two planets of attraction and love in heart-centered Leo supports us in connecting with others. It is easier to work together, as there is also a sense of playfulness and joy that accompanies an interaction. Be careful of impulsive spending, whether physical or emotional. On Wednesday, the moon is in Virgo. With no significant outer planet aspects exact on Wednesday, we can look to the moon's sign for advice on how to best navigate the day. The moon in Virgo supports our ability to analyze situations, which helps us find solutions and enables us to more clearly see the next steps on our path of growth. On Thursday, the sun is trying Neptune. It is easy to feel compassion and empathy today. We may also be especially drawn to home and the safety and the support it represents. However, Mercury is semi-square Mars today. Minor irritations can get in the way of clear thinking and direct communication. Also, Venus is quintunx Neptune on Thursday. Hopes are disappointed as our perceptions of a loved one are proven to be unrealistic. Be wary of a tendency to try to rescue someone or to play a martyr role. On Friday, Sun is exactly square Eris. This is one half of the T-square becoming exact. Also on Friday, Pluto is trying Ceres. We are more able to understand the motivations of others and ourselves as we see the common need for love and acceptance. On Saturday, Venus is trying Eris. This aspect empowers the feminine to take concrete action in the direction of its desires. However, the sun is opposite Pluto on Saturday. This is the other half of the T-square becoming exact. On Sunday, Venus is quincunx Pluto. The fear of not being accepted or a fear of being disappointed can interfere with relationships. Be aware of a lack of personal boundaries that causes you to take on responsibility for another's well-being. Mercury is semi-square Venus, semi-square Ceres, and quincunx Saturn on Sunday. Of all the days this week, this is probably the one that is least supportive of healthy communication. Words either come out sideways or are not received well. Mars is quincunx Neptune on Sunday. This is a frustrating day where it is hard to know exactly what actions to take. Our physical energy is also somewhat depleted. 
be aware of how unfulfilled expectations are undermining your confidence. Do your best to set new, more realistic boundaries with others. The Sun is Sextile Series, while Venus is Square Series on Sunday. The desire to connect with loved ones, especially family, is enhanced today, and yet the age-old conflict between personal needs and the demands of family members is also strong. Better clarity may come on a later day in regard to how to resolve these issues. If your birthday is this week, your spiritual growth is a priority this year, and it will be supported in many ways by the universe. If you are an artist, you may also find that your ability to envision and imagine is enhanced. However, this is also likely to be a year of great change in your sense of personal identity. These changes represent an opportunity for you to transmute any anger you may have repressed or suppressed. It is a good year to take part in personal therapy or to engage in other forms of soul-searching, perhaps through a shamanic process. This is astrologer Pam Younghans wishing you a week of insights and growth. Thank you for joining me on this journey. We hope that you have enjoyed this article. For over 30 years, we at Inner Self have sought to encourage new attitudes and new possibilities. For more inspiration, visit us at InnerSelf.com. Thank you. Visit the Inner Self Market for new attitudes and new possibilities. You'll find inspiring books, wonderful music CDs, audiobooks, card decks, candles, jewelry, gifts, all kinds of wonderful things. Visit us at market.innerself.com.